Hey there, this is Graham Shields from GSS Acting Studios. You're listening to The Actors Lounge. Hey guys, and welcome back to an all new episode of The Actors Lounge. I'm your host, Melanie Victor, and today we have with us a very special guest. Please welcome to the show, actor and acting coach, Graham Shields. Hi Graham, how's it going? Hi Mel, uh, it's going great. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being here. I'm, I'm glad to talk to you and learn more about you as an actor and more about your school. So I'm really excited to get into that. So thanks for being here. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you've been in the business for over 20 years as a working actor. And like we said, you have a, your own acting studio, um, which we'll get into a little later. So tell me, where did your journey as an actor begin? Where did all of that start for you? Well, it goes way back to high school uh, when me and my buddy Rob Nickel, we were in every class together in grade eight. And then once we got uh, to the opportunity to take some electives, we didn't know anything about drama or theater, but we figured there was going to be no homework. So we each chose to take drama nine. And uh, that's grade nine theater class, acting class. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get assigned in the same class so we were separated but i quickly kind of immediately fell in love with it and he didn't and mm -hmm. um so i did it all through high school i did plays in high school i did acting classes in high school never pers pursued it professionally mm -hmm. uh I, I went to undergrad college a place called simon fraser university in burnaby burnaby british columbia uh, it's a suburb of vancouver and um I originally went to go into business administration and then, but my grades were never quite good enough to get accepted into the, uh, the school of the of business at the, at the university. And then just to satisfy a breadth requirement, I took a theater class, like an acting class at the university. Hmm. And of course it like totally reawakened the joy that I found when I would do it. And uh, from that point on, uh, it was uh, it was no looking back. I was like totally hooked. Mm. And so I, I graduated um, from SFU with a BFA mm -hmm. in theater. And then and then I kicked around Vancouver a bit um, and I worked. Uh, I became a union actor in Vancouver uh, there. And then, but then it was always my desire to, for greater training and also, um, also what, you know, just kind of a personal thing I was going through at the time. I, I lost my hair when I was about 22 mm -hmm. and there's not many roles for like bald 22 year olds. Mm. And so I figured if I was to go and commit three years to like really, you know, intensive training like mm. Yale School of Drama or, you know, Juilliard School or NYU Tisch School of the Arts. Um, that wouldn't be a bad thing because I'm not going to be cast anyways uh, at this age. And so I auditioned and um, I auditioned for Yale uh, once just on a total lark. I had I, I knew there was no way in hell I was going to get in. Mm. And I got a letter back saying I was in a on an alternate list. So they, uh, they accept a class of 16, but they keep four alternates hmm. in case somebody like gets lost in a shuffle or, or, or chooses not to go for whatever reason. And so I got on the alternate list, my very first audition, I was like, holy cow, what a 
this is That's weird. This is huge. This is totally wild. <laughs> so I was like, wow, maybe this could this hmm. dream could be like a reality. So so I auditioned the next year thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get in now. I mean, I was an alternate last year. Right. And then I get the letter and I was an alternate again. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, you have got to be That's kidding me. crazy. So I actually picked up the phone and I called <laughs> the chair of acting, who is this guy who was like kind of, you know, maybe one of my mentors, this guy, Earl Gister, who's passed away now. He was like the legendary acting teacher at Yale for like 20 years. Mm. And uh, I said to him, I said, like, this is ridiculous. I didn't say that, but I said, like, <laughs> what should I be focusing on? Like, like, what am I not showing you? Mm. What am I not doing? And he, he had a tracheotomy, so he spoke through one of those things that makes him sound like a robot. Like, yeah. I don't know. And so when he would laugh, he'd go, <laughs> that's all you would hear. Uh-huh. So I remember hearing him laugh, and he was like, I can't tell you that. Oh. You know, obviously, we see something in you, blah, 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 right? And so I went back to third year, and uh, and then the third time I got in. And then... Wow. And then so I went to Yale three years later. I came out and I graduated New York. And that's where we are now. This is the, the, the 20 years you're talking about. Wow, that's amazing. So what did you do in those three years? Did you were you like still pursuing acting? Did you go to other schools like the three years you waited to get into Yale? Oh, yeah. Great question. Well, I, I studied privately with actually probably my favorite teacher of my life, a gentleman named Scott Swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Swan is the father of a, a, a somewhat famous uh, actress by the name of Sarinda Swan, mm-hmm. who's a fabulous actress. And she's uh, been a series regular many times. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also Canadian. She started on like ABC series. Uh, she started on Marvel. She started on a on a Marvel series that was shot in Hawaii. It was short lived. I forget the name. She was like the lead on it. Um, anyhow, so Sarinda uh, Swan is Scott Swan's daughter, and Scott he trained in in um, England at the Bristol Old Vic as an actor, and he was mainly an accomplished uh, Canadian director. He directed at the Stratford Festival and the Shaw Festival, and uh, he taught privately in Vancouver. And uh, he had a great reputation, a reputation. And um, so I, yeah, I studied privately with him and uh, he was amazing. Probably the best teacher I've ever had in my life. He really talked a lot about like, uh, like the unknown and, and mm. you know, just trusting your instincts and stuff like that. And, yeah. um, but also to answer your question more specifically, like I worked in a ho- I worked in the kitchen of a hospital, s- scooping mashed potatoes on trays wow. and, scrubbing pots and uh getting lost uh all the other staff were these older filipino and croatian women and they all had really thick accents i couldn't understand what the hell they'd say i'd say like (laughs) you know where's the celery and they'd be like into the fridge and i'd and i'd be too embarrassed to ask them again so then i'd go ask somebody else and they'd be and i couldn't understand their accent and yeah i i i worked I worked my butt off in the uh, wow. in the kitchen of Burnaby General Hospital. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So, what was yeah. your experience like at Yale? You know, because outside, you know, hearing you say that, it's like, oh my god, it's, it sounds like, ooh, that's a big deal. So, like, what was that experience like for you? Well, it was awesome. Lots of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I did 19 plays in three years. Whoa. And um, I would imagine that most people that go through there do that. Some probably do a little more. Some probably do a little wow. less. But I'd say in your three years, you'll probably be in between like 15 and 25 plays. Goodness. And, um, you know, I also will say of those 19, probably only four of them was I in like a role that I really felt like was a real challenge. Like mm. I had the privilege of, of doing a couple lead role. Like I did Anthony in um, Julius Caesar. I did Trinculo in the Tempest. I remember I did Leontes in the Winter's Tale. It was something else I did uh, that it was very memorable. I don't know. Those are my top three mm-hmm. memories. Um, but so you do spend a lot of time, as they say in theater, you know, being a spear carrier, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know, I, you know, I've heard there's no small roles. There's only small actors. That's not true. There's small roles. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely small roles. Demystify. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, you know, lots of ups and downs. Yeah. Like you're very busy and you're in classes. Basically you're in class like five days a week, five hours a day. And then at nighttime, so you're in class from like 10 to 3. Mm-hmm. And then in the evenings, you're basically always in two rehearsals. You're rehearsing two plays at once. Mm. So it's, it's almost like you're in like a repertory company. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Wow. That, yeah. That sounds really involved, but I'm guessing it definitely like set the foundation for you as an actor. I'm guessing, assuming. Well, yeah. I mean, um, it's definitely... Uh, uh, definitely a work ethic yeah um and and a, and a uh uh what's the word a, a res- definitely a respect for mm-hmm. the craft you know and uh and uh, and a respect for the studio but and i don't mean i just mean an acting studio at large you know mm-hmm. like you come in you leave your drama at the door and you be a professional mm-hmm. and um you know and you collaborate and you be a part a member of an en- ensemble you know mm-hmm. this is it's not about being a diva or you know arguing and or you know you know what i mean just yeah. being being a being a team player and uh and one of the things you always hear too is that like it's about like and i think this this um is completely applicable to auditioning is like mm-hmm. add to it you know what do you bring to mm-hmm. it you know what i mean the director can't work with and if you're just saying the lines, yeah. like you memorize the lines and you're saying the lines in the correct order, mm-hmm. that's nothing. Right. You got to like come in with some crazy choices mm. and then and then the director can be like, oh, OK, now I can see what this person can bring. Yeah. And this is how we can use them, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 you and you you succeed at that and you also fail at that and you also witness people succeed at it and witness people fail at it Mm -hmm. and i feel that gives and i'm talking about you know the experience at yale and having Mm -hmm. your feet in it like so Mm -hmm. one going through it yourself and two observing it in others builds just an immense amount of confidence Mm. yeah you know yes absolutely i mean that sounds priceless you know like that type of experience sounds really amazing. That's what I was saying. It feels like it maybe was like foundational and just like something that you carry with you and you, you've oh, yeah. carried with you like throughout your career. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And, and it's easy, it's easy to romanticize. Like, you know, I, I had a client who was in my class for a bit and um, 
and she was fantastic, fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she stopped taking, like, taking class and I still coach her. I still audition coach her. But when she talks about class, I guess she was in a class back in New York. And she, whenever she talks about that class, mm-hmm. like her eyes just get all glowy. And because mm-hmm. she was younger and that was like her first acting class, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's where you're really kind of awaken and wherever you had your first kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, discoveries and breakthroughs, you know, like yeah. it's, it's just like, Oh, it's so emotionally like <laughs> locked into your body and your yeah. muscles and, and, um, and so lots of experiences like that, you know? So mm-hmm. when I, when I get a Facebook message or a text or somebody from some old classmate, it's mm-hmm. just like, there's just such a bond, yeah, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So, when did you realize you wanted to be an acting coach and ultimately have your own acting studio? Well, um, I, uh, unfortunately, when you pursue, well, I shouldn't say this. Uh, I, I wish, you know, uh, I wish people have far more successful acting careers than mine. But, but uh, at, at my time, I, I had worked a lot from like 20 like 2007 to 2011, 2006 to 2011. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when you're out there auditioning, there's downtime. Yeah. And I had yeah. got to a point where I feel like, you know, and I have lots of friends who are actors and we're constantly working on sides, constantly coaching each other, constantly, you know, self-taping each other, et cetera, even back then. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, I, I wanted to just keep doing that and keep opening it up and keep sharing that and keep um, just keep doing it because quite honestly, you know, if I'm coaching somebody, it's like I'm getting to act too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I actually started, I won't say the name, but I did start to teach for um, uh, a friend, uh, a Yale friend uh, at his studio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was going swimmingly. I think I was there for, maybe not even a year. Um, and, uh, and then what happened is um, my father died and mm. I had to go back to Vancouver mm. uh, because my mother has Alzheimer's. So mm. we had to kind of transition my mother into because he was her primary caregiver. So we transitioned her into a home. Wow. And then when I came back to LA after all that, four months later, um, this gentleman had kind of replaced me, but out of need. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I had no job to come back to. And so I was like, well, why don't I just do this myself? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and and the rest <laughs> is history. I started with one class of three people. Mm. And uh, when we shut down at the beginning of pandemic last year, we had nine classes of 135. Oh, wow. So it's it's really, really grown. Um, and, and I'm uh, yeah, it's so I think, you know, it's. I love what I do and I, mm. and I, I love, I love to act. And even now more, I love like watching success mm. in others. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Cause, um, when I talk to a lot of like acting teachers, interview them, I always ask them, you know, what it is that you love about acting and what do you find most challenging? And a lot of them say what they love is just like seeing that breakthrough or seeing, a student get it or, you know, just having those wins and success like that is like the highlight. So it's in a sense, you're like having an opportunity to give back. It's like the, the will that just keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that, but, but, but exactly what they're expressing too is, is, uh, 
addictive is the wrong word, but it's gratifying. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine it's, it's rewarding. I can imagine it's just like, yeah, you're, you know, helping someone open their eyes or see the light or have that aha moment. And I'm sure it's amazing to watch. So, um, and then on your website, this is really cool. It says Yale School of Drama meets series regular experience, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. So can you break that down for us? Like, what does that actually mean? Yeah, well, I was a series regular on Sci-Fi's Olympus in mm-hmm. 2014, um, and uh, which was like a psychological um, period thriller um, and set in, you know, the basically um, mythic Greek Greece. Um, and, uh, I played King Aegeus, who's the father of Odysseus. Odysseus was the, was the dude that went and slayed the Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Aegeus throws himself off a cliff because, uh, Odysseus sails back from Crete, uh, flying the wrong flag, apparently on the, on the sailboat. And, and I mistook the signal that he had died. And so I threw myself off a cliff anyways. But, um, <laughs> uh, what that means is like, I feel like people can get, I feel it's the best of both worlds Mm because there's classical training, Mm. right? Yale school drama, classical, you know, based in Stanislavski, classical training, but that can sound a little like, Oh, whoa, that's like boring old shit for like (laughs) old farts. Um, But it's like, yeah, but Meryl Streep and Denzel Washington were classically trained. Mm -hmm. So, so was Viola, you know, Viola Davis. They're classically trained, you know? Uh, So like, but anyways, so then, so then I, I, I want to, you know, I feel like what's unique to me to offer is to offer also my practical experience. So mm-hmm. that's why I say series regular experience. So like I, I not only have the classical training, mm-hmm. but I have you know, hundreds of days on set, like of you know SAG union or studio productions, that that, um you know, to draw from and and to know that like, okay, here's the technique, but in application, sometimes it's like, it's not that it's useless. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's like, uh, sometimes it's, it's impractical, Mm. you know, where is the technique practical? Where is the technique not impractical? Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, maybe I can, and I always say, and I, I really believe this is like, I can, you know, my students, I hope, you know, they can learn more from my failures mm-hmm. than from my successes, yeah. you know, from my modest, small successes. I can teach a lot more from my failures. Mm. So, um, you know, I feel like it's kind of a best of both worlds. I, I feel it's a very unique thing to be able to offer in any city, New York or L.A., like uh, the the training plus the experience because i find like you know not to talk about my competition but like there might be people out there with the training and there might be people out there with the experience or maybe that experience is 30 years old you know or 20 years old right nobody necessarily is currently out there on the front lines um so uh yeah that's one of the questions i wanted to ask you like um just like in your opinion, you know, do you think there is a difference between acting coaches who are working actors like yourself versus acting coaches that are, you know, maybe haven't been in the scene or like in the working for years? Like, what do you think the differences are there? Well, I would suggest, and I'm willing to be proven wrong, (laughs) 
but the acting coach that has not been working for a long, 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 long time Mm -hmm. um, is somebody who, even when they were quote working, probably weren't working to like a, a, a certain attainment level. Mm -hmm. And, and that would have been because of simply repetitions. They probably didn't audition Mm -hmm. that much and certainly maybe didn't work that much. Whereas at this point in my life, like I've auditioned thousands of times. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not thousands, but over a thousand times. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I've self taped over a thousand times. And and then if you throw in my clients, I've worked on thousands of self tapes. So like, they the difference between you know the being in it currently and having done it for now 21 years um and maybe somebody that did it 21 years ago Mm. is just the repetition yeah yeah the the gosh darn it repetition of it and um that's you know what they say uh, an amateur practices something until they get it right a professional practices something until they can't get it wrong mm. and i and i have just and i've never stopped yes I like you know while some people was happy on first base i'm trying to steal home plate mm-hmm. like it it is not stopping for me like i'm i'm continually i'm continually failing mm. i love that <laughs> I, I mean, that right there, that's like a mic drop because I just find that, like you said, the repetition, like you've done it yourself and you've helped so many other people have done it. So it's like on paper, like you have done this over and over and over and over again. So it makes sense to, you know, want to learn from someone like you, someone who's unafraid to like go out there and fail and get their hands dirty and just be in it just unafraid like you can learn so much from someone who's willing to do that yeah and i appreciate you saying that and that, and that's yeah. that's that's my you know that's my calling that's yeah. my goal because ultimately you know it's a there's that great movie it's a funny movie and jack black's hilarious you know the kung fu panda right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like and by the way i don't mean to by using this metaphor i don't mean to put myself in the in the situation of the master but it, but it's it's human it's the human archetype that the the student will over mm. what's the word like the student will overtake the accomplishment of the teacher mm. that's inevitable it's like it's it's in our dna yeah so it's everything it's my passion just to give everything i can knowing that that you will accomplish more mm. right like that that will happen mm. you know but you got to give as much or more. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, and I just know the joy that that will bring in somebody's life, especially if they really, really love it and yeah. love the craft. And, you know, um, because I've also seen, I've also witnessed a lot of people's hearts break mm-hmm. and it's not cause they're not talented actors. It's cause they, they didn't quite swallow the swallow their ego to realize there's a few more points of focus here to focus on in order to like really sell this film and TV material and like kind of like make your work sing in an audition or a self tape, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, um, um, uh, you know, I feel like a lot, sometimes a lot of times people's ego battles the actual story Mm. 
where if we can put our ego like way in the back seat and just focus on this story that we might just be a minor part of telling, mm-hmm. then we can really like, uh, oh, okay. So I don't need my whole talent. I just need a little sliver of my talent today. Right, right. How and do, it's going to, yeah. How do actors do that? Because I feel like that's a big, like the ego, you know? Like how do you even practice that in your daily life so you make sure that when you are approaching the work or, you know, auditioning or whatever it is, that you're leaving that at the door? Like what are some ways that we can practice that? Um, that's a great question. And and I might not have a great answer for it, but because it, Again, I think it just comes from repetition, just, you know, constantly working with film and TV material Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and constantly seeing what succeeds and seeing what fails. But just knowing that, like, in terms of to try to hit the question directly in terms of leaving your ego out of it, it's like. you got to realize that that the character doesn't have the same name as you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like and that's but that's also why we love acting. Yeah. Yeah, because we get to be somebody else. So, but we gotta, we gotta realize this character thinks differently than me. This character feels differently than me. Mm-hmm. It's because has different sensitivities than I do. Yeah, and and it's that comes back to that old you know trope actor thing like can't judge the character. Mm-hmm. You, you can't judge the character as being bad. You also can't judge the character as being good. Yeah, 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 and that's a practice. <laughs> yeah, that's a practice yeah. for sure. Um, so this question is like for you and just as well as other actors that you've like coached and witnessed, um, what have been some of the biggest adjustments you would say yourself or, you know, other actors have had to make during the pandemic, you know, the last year and like, what have you seen, um, to be the most effective in helping actors book? Oh, um, well, I think the obvious, which is like, Mm -hmm realizing that like a zoom callback or a or a uh you know a zoom even like a self-tape through zoom um you just got to treat it like it's a like it's a real audition in the room and like so all the eye lines and the camera angles and all that stuff it's it's got to look exactly the same because sometimes people people because they get sitting in front of their computers their their eye lines are tighter and it's not specific Mm mm-hmm like I find like eye lines are weird. People think it's it's clear. It's like it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so you need to be obvious. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. like do it like you're really in the room again mm-hmm. and where the the your webcam is like a fly on the wall mm-hmm. and that, and I think uh, you know I I, I think it would be great. But I think um I think it's 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 kind of been good because I feel like actors generally have risen to the occasion like every actor i know has had to step up their game like improve like they've got to learn how to edit and they were lazy before they've (laughs) maybe got to get a new lighting or a new cell phone or whatever it is you know and and, you know i i think actors are pretty good about it yeah yeah especially you know like everything is on tape like you said you have to rise to the occasion because there are so many people, even before this, their self-taping skills were, like, on point, you know? So, for yeah. them, right now, it's like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. So, the ones who kind of shied away from that because, you know, they were mostly going in the room, it's like you really have to step your game up and just make sure that your your self-tapes and every your equipment is on point. You know, you're, like, 
like you said, those eye lines, like making sure everything is like easy for the casting director to just like watch the tape and just be like, wow, that was great. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and saying that, I mean, one thing I will know, I mean, it was always important, but now I think even more so yeah. is making like the first 10, 20, 30 seconds of your auditions. And that scene number one, the most important, uh... like if you can't grab them, Mm-hmm. You're done. Mm. And in fact, I got a couple of coachings in the next two days. Like one's 10 pages, one's 11. I'm like, why, why are casters still giving these massive sides out to people hey. without a callback? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're seeing more tape now than they were. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Guarantee they're seeing more people than they were. Mm. And so you think if they get 80 self tapes of a, of a, of an 11 page, package which all edited together i just did one uh with a woman yesterday it was six minutes dang the self-tape okay wow so you're telling me they're gonna watch 86 i don't even know the math on that what's that 480 480 minutes it's they're gonna watch (laughs) now divide that by 60 what's that uh six seven seven that's eight solid hours oh my god it's not are they gonna watch they're not gonna watch that no no no, that's no. a good point. <laughs> that's so good point. like, first of all, like a little bit angry at them for assigning the 11 pages. <laughs> Second of all, yeah, make those first 30 seconds like lights out. Mm. Yeah. So that's the way, like you said, if, if you don't do it there, on to the next. No. On to the nope. next. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Can't be one note. Wow. Got to be poppy. You got to take risks. You got to be bold. Mm. You got to fucking take, take. Sorry about the swear word, but you got to be. <laughs> got to take a risk. Yeah. Wow. So, what are some of the? Um, what do you think are some of the most important things that new actors should know? You know, know and do when they're just starting their acting journey. Like, what are some of the things? You know, as a coach, as an actor, like, what advice can you give? Uh you got to be in it for the long haul mm-hmm. you got to and, and it's just and be prepared for it not to happen in the timing that you want it to happen mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's uh yeah that's that's the sad truth of it is that if you stick with it i believe it will happen mm-hmm. it's just it's not going to happen when you think it will you know yeah, yeah. um and that mm-hmm. trust that faith you know, I believe faith is such a massive part of an actor's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that, uh, that uh, you know, uh, somebody that sits in a place of judgment, a casting director or a director or a producer or somebody would, would hopefully sense that in a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's confidence, you know. Um, yeah. So I feel that also live your life, like mm-hmm. have a boyfriend, have a girlfriend, yeah. ha- like to have a pet go be in nature you know mm-hmm. take care of your diet and your health and your exercise and and here i am spouting about like giving it all and like you know balls to the wall but you also gotta have your own 360 degree life you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that's important too like because yeah. you're you living your life that's gonna help you as an actor anyway absolutely so, yeah like it's the best of both worlds because there are a lot of people that are like no I can't have a family. I can't do this. I can't do that. And yeah, do those things take away from your time and like, you know, ability to like give all? 
Yeah, but you that's where the sacrifice comes in and the work ethic and the, you know, staying up late to get things done. So it, it you can definitely do it. It just um you may have to, you know, make adjustments and sacrifices. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's all going to make you a better and you just the great thing is you just never know. Mm-hmm. You could be in a callback 10 years from now and and you have a kid. Mm-hmm. And the director has a kid. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, and the, oh wait Oh yeah, you know my whatever. I'm just making this up, but yeah, my daughter plays basketball. Oh, my daughter plays basketball. Boom. Yep. You just you just booked the job. <laughs> like you just don't know, yeah. so you just got to be your own unique person. And and quite often, like I, I coach people. Uh, uh, there's this fabulous uh, young actor I have the privilege to coach, a guy named Will Rop, and and he played basketball in high school, and um. You know, he got he his first role he got in that Ben Affleck film, The Way Back. Mm-hmm. One because he's fantastic mm-hmm. and he like crushed the audition. Two, because he beatboxed mm-hmm. in the audition and he was this crazy like beatboxing guy. <laughs> and then in the callback, they took everyone to a, to a gym on the Warner Brothers lot and made them play basketball. Wow. And he was, you know, he's not call. He's not a great basketball player, like a college basketball player or anything, but he was good enough. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and had he not been able to beatbox mm. and not been able to play basketball, no matter how great of an actor he was, he would have never booked a film. And the rest is history. I mean, he's at Gersh and he's acting. I mean, you could IMDb even now. He's project after project after project after project. He's killing it. Wow, that's incredible. And that just confirms and validates everything we were just saying. Like, you have to live your life. That's so important. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. And can you talk a little bit about the the classes that you offer at your studio? You know, if there are actors listening that want to take classes at your studio? Yeah, of course. You know, I I, I focus on, like, film and TV and on-camera stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we also, at, at the studio, um, have a scene study wing, which would be, like, you know, scene study is generally you're going to be focusing on like theater and um, maybe some stuff from film, but where you're going to be working on the same set of sides and some techniques um, from week to week. Whereas what I teach is, um, is new, new material every week. So it's like turn and burn, you know, like you're just getting through more and more and more and more material and learning to like, let go of the work a little bit, Mm -hmm. but the scene study might be a little, uh, a little more um you get your hands dirty and get deeper in the work even mm-hmm. in a way you know mm-hmm. and um i have some great teachers uh, a gentleman named deshaun terry who is a juilliard grad and he's his current series regular on the morning show on apple tv plus mm-hmm. he teaches the scene study classes and then myself and a woman named crystal Lowe, who is a series reg on hallmark signed sealed and delivered right now her and I teach all the film and TV classes. Uh, and then uh, there's, we have a couple of newer teachers, Selena Kay and another gentleman at, named Alex Ross. And Alex was actually just on Broadway in Book of Mormon when hmm. pandemic got shut down the show. Wow. But um, so, you know, and everybody's working and everybody hmm. is, um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm very blessed to attract um, really gracious people and, and, you know, I, I'm very proud to say, like, the, the, the studio is very supportive. It's not a snake pit. Mm, um, and, um, you know, that goes back again, even what I was talking about way back at the, like, Scott Swan, like, to be a part of an ensemble, right? 
and about Yale to really the goal. You know, one of the first things said to me was your goal is to make the other guy look good. Mm. Like that's your job as an actor. That's awesome. And, and that's, you know, if you really commit that to your heart, mm. then you're really making the ensemble better. Mm. Right. There's no room. I have no room in my studio for anybody that's making it, uh, making things difficult and making it about them, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's important. I mean, having that safe yeah. space is just, it's important because I mean, there's the vulnerability piece there that you're, you know, you're, yeah. you're making yourself vulnerable and, and, and you have to, feel comfortable to do that so i think that's really important that that's the environment at the studio yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah and how has it been like doing online classes because i know you guys are going back um to in-person classes on june 1st right yes thankfully yeah i mean online honestly i think for the students it's been it's been really good Mm um yeah i like in person better but uh, i think for a student it's still a, a valuable experience. I got to say for a teacher though, it's very draining mm, because uh, it's like, I can't, you can't turn off your, I mean, not that you could anyways in a normal acting class, but like even more, like you cannot, you cannot turn off cause you're like staring at the screen the whole time, you know, yeah. whereas the people in the class, they can turn their video off and go to the bathroom, go get something to eat. Right. But for myself, I'm like staring at that darn screen for six hours. You know, it's cause I have a, I do a couple of classes back to back. Right. So, yeah, yeah it is. It's it's been brutal. Ooh. I mean, you know, I put on 10 pounds. Uh, <laughs> I, I might I might be I might be more like 15 at this point. But, um, you know, I got my work cut out for me now. Yeah. No excuses. Wow, I didn't even think about it from the um, side of the teacher. You know, I'm always thinking like, oh, for an actor, I wonder how it's been. But I didn't think about it. Yeah, because you're always on. You're literally yeah. always on as the teacher. I didn't think about it. Yeah. That. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, can you let us know like where we can follow you on Instagram or, you know, get in- more information about the studio if, you know, people want to uh, sign up for classes? Yeah, absolutely. The Instagram is at Graham Shields Studios, and that's like Shields, but with no D. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the website, yeah, is www.grahamshieldsstudios.com. Um, and um, yeah, all the information would be there. I'm sure uh, maybe Googling it is better because I'm sure there's probably going to be spelling errors. Uh, <laughs> but um but yeah, uh, everything's going through there, and we have, uh, you know, that we we have a studio a studio manager who is, you know, who's on the clock, who's there to answer any questions, and um, yeah, uh, there's there's a for the film and TV side, there's a, a class called the Lab where mm-hmm. where we take uh, intake new students, and then they'll meet everyone and get get their feet wet with all the technique or whatever and the jargon and the vocabulary that we have. Mm-hmm. And then from there, based on their, um, you know, based on their experience level, we would place them in an ongoing class. We want, we want people of like, you know, I've heard it said this way. People want to be in a class where they're having the same conversations. Mm. In other words, the people that are in class having a conversation about, you know, how to approach some guest star audition, don't want to be in class 
with somebody who wants referrals to headshot photographers. Yeah, yeah. Different levels, right? for sure. And, yeah, so yeah. it's not about who's talented, who's not talented. That's totally yeah. out of the question. Yeah. Everybody's talented. It's just some people might be, you know, deeper in the forest of yeah. their careers uh, at, the, at this point in time. Yeah, everybody's on a different page so it, it only makes sense to have you know people who like you said are speaking the same language with the people who are speaking the same language because yeah. yeah everybody's at a different um level and that's okay so yeah um, yeah. yeah and then um before we wrap i just want to see if there was any final words you want to say anything that i didn't cover that you'd like to share or you know parting words advice anything um no, I mean, one thing that's kind of come up for me that that, uh, that I'm a little it's it's interesting uh, this being, you know, June 1st when we reopen in person. And it's I mean, this has been such uh, a heavy year for everybody. And um, and even now, you know, now there's the, all the Israel and Palestine stuff that's mm -hmm. on people's consciousness. And I go back to even my undergrad and going, coming back to the ensemble and again, like the the, the acting studio being i remember one of our teachers she had said something like that the studio is never the place to defend like social justices and social causes that that you know that that are not present in this room in other words mm -hmm. in other words unless the conversation is about the text right or mm -hmm. the craft mm -hmm. any kind of anything else is taking away from it mm. and is actually, you know, and, and I'm, and I'm a little, now that I'm going back in the room, you know, I know people like to get talking and, and, and that's always fun. And it's, it's like lightning in a bottle and that's a good, that's a, that energy is good, mm -hmm. but it's also like, it's going to be interesting to see how all this stuff comes out in, uh, in the text. And, and I know from my mm. coaching, Mm -hmm. that like everything's always because everything all the material we work on is current so everything's always like current so that so there's gonna be a lot of issues coming out in the text we're gonna be working from from class yeah so it's like where do we divide the line to be like okay that's not helping yeah you know jennifer get this moment <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean that conversation is valid but it's not really <laughs> valid in an acting studio mm. you know so yeah. like it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting um, uh, a, a way a, like a neat way of finding a balance and stuff and yeah. I mean, it always has it always I mean look I don't want to date myself but my teacher was talking about that in 1990 mm -hmm. you know what I mean so mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. not nothing's changed I mean sure a lot has changed but you get the point like yeah it's always there's all it's always human nature for people to kind of drag in their own stuff mm -hmm. into what into what may or may not it may not be helping in this moment you know so yeah i think that'll be an interesting and lively kind of thing to experience yeah and um nothing new under the sun that's that's for sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. interesting well graham thank you so much for being here thanks for being on taking the time to um speak with me on the actors lounge it was good to learn more about you and just like what you've done and what you do and what you offer so thank you so much i appreciate your time oh, i appreciate it i'm, I'm pl pleased to be here thank you all right well you have a good rest of your day okay i will you too all thank right you. thanks bye bye, -bye.